Bill. Hi, Fro. What kind of cookware does uh, Indian restaurants use? What kind of cookware does Indian restaurants use? I don't know. Non-stick pants. Oh. On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, we will be talking about News of the Week, TV of the Week, Castle Rock Episode 5 Review, Buddha Maitreya the Christ, Movies of the Week, SummerSlam Predictions with me, and another digital review of Slender Man. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Digital Citizen episode 149. That means that we are one episode away from 150, look. That is correct. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Hi. Ooh. Magic number is coming really close. I guess so. Well, 150 is pretty big. 156 is bigger because it's our three-year anniversary show, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um... Mm-hmm. So I think we'll probably be... I'm more excited for that, but 150 is pretty big. Yeah, I mean, I I have a feeling there will be some screaming in the intro of next week's podcast. Right, yeah. Some, some, something tells me that. I don't know, something. Um, something. <laughs> so... I, I I need you to, uh, to talk to you about the news. Uh, um, the thing is, like, this first thing uh, we were going to talk about, about this uh, uh, guy that stole a video, uh, no, <laughs> that stole a plane. This is so baffled. I'm so baffled by this case, because... I've I've heard about this before. We were going to talk about it now, and this guy is yeah. I don't know. Tell us a bit about this. How 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 did he get into the plane, for example? Right. Uh, airline executives say they're not sure whether Richard Russell, uh, who is the guy uh, who stole a tw- uh, Q40 twin-engine turboprop from Seattle Tacoma International Airport uh, mm-hmm. without any formal flight training. Uh, it says shortly after he stole the airplane from his employer, so he actually worked for Horizon Air uh, as a ground service agent. 
I'm not really sure what a ground service agent is, but it looks like he works on, like, the tarmac. If you look at, like, there's a picture of him right there. It looks like he works on the tarmac, maybe, I don't know, directing planes or uh, loading cargo or something like that. Uh, it took off... Uh, right, he stole the plane, took off, and flew the twin-engine turboprop above the Puget Sound, uh, flying in dramatic loops... Uh, before crashing into in before crashing into a wooded area nearby, uh, Russell died in Friday night's crash, which is I guess it's very sad because uh, he was only 29 years old. Um, it says here Russell didn't appear to have a pilot license. Uh, Horizon Air CEO Gary Beck said in a news conference over the weekend, uh, the Beck said the maneuvers were incredible. Uh, I don't know how he achieved the experience that he did. Uh, and according to uh, according to e even the guy himself, because he was talking to, uh, to the Tacoma SeaTac uh, airport, um, what do you call it, the, the tower, he was saying, mm. what he basically said was, I, I don't know how to fly a plane, but I played a lot of video games. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, uh, let I I want us to listen uh, to the uh, audio and look at the video before okay. before we, we we go a little deeper into this, if you don't mind, because I I I'm thinking there's yeah there's much more to this than than on the outside, but uh, we have some audio from the stolen plane. And uh, we will play that in three, two, one, go. Hey, you think if I land this successfully, uh, Alaska will give me a job as a pilot? Uh, Alaska is another airline, for if you, I don't know if you have Alaska Airlines there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nah, I'm a white guy, eh? Damn it, that was crazy. The plane like went completely upside yeah. down. That's not a small. This isn't like a tiny plane. And you're seeing fighter jets. Yeah. Of course you are. Right. Uh, which we didn't mention. At, once he took off, uh, fighter jets were scrambled after the plane, um, but it ended up crashing. Of course, instantly conspiracy theorists said that uh, the plane was shot down by the government and they don't want to tell everybody that, but whatever. It, that's clearly not true. This guy wasn't a pilot. He crashed the plane. Um, and it seems like it was a suicide mission from the beginning, is what it seems like to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Uh, this really, really looks like a suicide mission. I, I, I feel so... Sad. It's it, it is like I I watched the extended cut out of this. Uh, I watched more than right. There's like a seven minute now. version or whatever. Yeah. Right. And um, and it like it 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 sounds like a man that 
just decided that, okay, I'm going to kill myself. At least I'm going to have fun doing it. And it, it seemed like, it doesn't seem like, at least from what I listened to, that he was, like, it was pre-planned. It seems like maybe he just was there and he saw the door open to the plane or whatever and he just went, oh, and then it was kind of a spur-of-the-moment thing. Maybe he had thought about suicide, but I don't think he had thought, oh, I'm going to steal a plane. And I think it was a spur-of-the-moment thing and it just happened, so. Maybe. It's sad, but at the same for... time it's crazy because... He didn't have yeah. any flight training, and uh, they're saying that his only flight training was from video games. Me, I'm assuming flight simulators, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy that you can go into such a big airplane with absolutely no training and absolutely have the ability, never ever fl- flown a plane before, and have the ability to, like, if I put you in the cockpit, would you have the ability to take off? You wouldn't, no? No, probably I'm not. Guessing no? Let alone do a <laughs> barrel roll, which is what he did uh, right. at one point, and it's this giant airplane. It's not a stunt plane or, like, a jet. It's a gigantic airliner, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to talk about this next case because I want you to introduce the next one. I have some strong feelings about the next one. Okay. Uh, but Yulin Assange uh, seriously considering requests to meet in the US uh, Senate committee. I have a little uh, question of him. Isn't he in, inside this Ecuadorian embassy in London? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, a uh, lawyer says it's the WikiLeaks founder may agree to speak uh, to injury into uh, Russia's roles in the U.S. elections. Lawyers for Julian Assange say they are seriously considering requests from the U.S. Senate Committee to interview the uh, WikiLeaks founder as part of its investigation into the alleged <laughs> Russian interference into the 2016 U.S. election. The Senate uh, Select Committee on Intelligence has written to Assange at the Ecuadorian Embassy in London, where he has been living for six months, six years, sorry. Uh, and Assange fears that he will be extradited to the US for questioning over activities of WikiLeaks if he leaves the embassy building, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but... Uh, the chairman of the com- committee, uh, Richard Burr, wrote, as uh, you're aware, the Senate Select Committee uh, on Intelligence is considering a bipartisan in- in- inquiry, inquiry to yeah, uh, Russian interference in the 2000 U.S. election. As part of that inquiry, the committee requests that you will make yourself available for closed interviews with bipartisan committee staff uh, at a mutual agreement time and location. I will tell you where the location is. Where he is now is the location. Right. Well, they're saying they want to extradite him and bring him to the U.S. to have him testify oh. in front Uh Yeah, he'd testify mm-hmm. in front of them, and then the next week he'd be in Guantanamo Bay. So I would suggest not yeah. doing this if I were Julian Assange. But Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, Unless they come Slayer. with some kind of agreement that says, hey, we will not arrest you for whatever, right. you know, this or that. We're, we're not going to charge you with anything. If the, he gets some kind of actual agreement, still, mm. I don't know. I wouldn't trust it. 
I would still not go. So Wikileaks lawyer uh, Jennifer Robson of Doherty Street Chamber said U.S. Senate uh, Select Committee request confirms their interest in hearing uh, Mr. Assange's inquiry has asked him to appear in person at a mutual agreement time and place. We're seriously considering the offer, but it must ensure uh, Mr. Assange's protections is guaranteed. That's hard to like actually guarantee that protection. That's the part. Yeah. yeah. And and it, the other thing is, uh, Assange's communications have been severed by the Ecuadorian government. It has been denied visitors for several weeks. We talked about that a few weeks ago in the news. Right. But the th- whole thing here is, it seems like you know he could Skype in or some something. Uh, you know, obviously. You want to do it more in a more secure fashion, but it's not like the U.S. military doesn't have their own satellites they could relay uh, the video through. So I, I just have a feeling that they could just have Julian Assange testify, you know, from the embassy to this committee using the Internet, right? It's 2018. It seems yeah. like that would be a possibility uh, considering the fact, but Julian Assange doesn't have Internet. Because they got rid of his internet, so uh, that is an issue. So, tell me about what is happening in Norway, Luke. Right. Uh, do we want to talk real quick before we go into that one about the story you, we saw yesterday? Uh, just real quick. Oh, yeah. Westminster crash. Then. Really 29-year-old British citizen drove a car, uh, injuring three people, I believe. Yeah. Um, in London at, uh, why can I, at Parliament, right, uh, which has happened before, so people are thinking this is gonna have something to do with terrorism. There isn't any, uh, the police are saying they believe it has something to do with that, but there isn't any confirmation yet. Uh, the name of the person's out, but we never mentioned the name, so... That's that's that. Um, yeah, and also we had a bridge complex in Italy. We will talk about that next week because all the details of that hasn't been out yet. So yes, right. Uh, we may talk about that other story next week if if more comes out about it. But it it is what it right. is. It's not any that's that story is kind of like it's happened a hundred times. There's not much else to talk right. about it. Uh, but Norway. Anti-immigration Norwegian minister resigns... Wait, anti-immigration Norwegian minister? Was that his position? Anti-immigration... No, No, that can't be right. He he was anti-immigration. Okay. Yes. They did not write the headline of this very succinctly. Uh, Norwegian minister resigns over Iran holiday security fears. Uh, Mm -hmm. Norway's right-wing fishery minister's... Uh, fisheries minister has resigned after breaching security protocol when he went on a holiday to Iran with an Iran- Iranian-born former beauty queen? Okay. Yep. Persan... Per- is that how you say it? Persanberg? Yes. Okay. Persanberg. There you go. Mm-hmm. The deputy head of, immig- uh, of the Anti-Immigration Progress Party, which is part of the ruling coalition... Admitted he tra- he uh, he had traveled to Iran in July with his new girlfriend, uh, without informing the prime minister's office in advance. Uh, the fifty-eight-year-old also admitted taking his work oh his work phone with him. Norway's intelligence agency regularly lists Iran as one of the countries most likely to carry out esp- espionage 
alongside China and Russia. Uh, the story has been making headlines in Norway, fueling criticism from members of the opposition and Sandberg, uh, and Sandberg's own party, uh, which is a coalition with the conservatives and the liberals uh, who's running the government right now, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandberg originally issued an apology in an attempt to quell criticism, but the new details emerge uh, with, with new details emerging daily. He ultimately decided to resign. Uh, among among other things, it emerged he had also broken security protocol in May uh, when he took his work phone to China. So he had already broken the rules uh, another time as well. This case has been all over Norwegian news for the last two weeks. And it's like what every fucking media in Norway is talking about. Like, okay. page up and page down. Like, this is... Okay, I have a question for you. Let's say you were the Iranian intelligence ministry look okay how much interest would you have in norwegian fish i don't know uh <laughs> i don't do you trade with iran do you trade fish back and forth i don't know nope uh, like okay th this guy like this is this is the biggest fucking storm in a water glass i have ever seen in in ages and i'm so fed up with it mm -hmm. like i am so fed up uh, fed up with it because like it's the only thing in which media i can talk about like it's like uh, uh talking about like yeah okay ups uh they um they talked about his girlfriend uh and she the thing is like she's iranian and him from the pro uh, progress party that is really conservative. Them to together is like uh, oil and vinegar. <laughs> it, it doesn't really go together. Right. So, so when when they, uh, uh, I think Norwegian media is more baffled to see oil and vinegar toge together than they are uh, that he has taken this phone with him because. I I, I I can understand that it's stupid to take your work phone to Iran, but okay. First and foremost, I'm not sure even Iran knows where Norway is. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean... And, and if they were, I'm pretty sure they don't know where somebody is. And if they do <laughs> pay somebody is, I'm not sure they would be that interested in Norwegian documents about fish. <laughs> Sandberg will oh. re be replaced as fisheries minister by ha Harold Tom Nesvik, another mm -hmm. progress politician. Sandberg has also stepped down as de deputy head of the progress party. And and the thing is, like, uh, I'm so I'm so tired of this because uh, not only is like they 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 made press conference over press conference over press conference about this, and he's going out like blaming the media 
uh, and now it comes out that his girlfriend will maybe do something with fish, and that isn't allowed in Norway. If you are a minister of fish, you're not allowed to work on things to do with fish, even if it's with your girlfriend, because then you are what uh, you go, uh, not uh, impotent, not not what we're. Yeah, that's definitely not the word for. you're looking for. Uh... Uh, you 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 can't cook with two spoons. Like you you can't you can't give money to fish things while your girlfriend works with fish, because that would be interference. No. Uh, you got me. Uh, yeah. The the point is like this is a stupid stupid fucking mess. <laughs> and I'm so tired of it. Please. Right. Uh, but Please. his girlfriend was from Iran, so that's why he went there, right? You would assume yeah. that was the whole reason he yeah. went there is because his girlfriend is from Iran. So it's not like yeah. he went there uh, for some nefarious reason. He went there because. He was maybe visiting his girlfriend's family. It's like, come on. Uh, actually, actually, she was showing him to his par- to her parents to like see who I am dating. Like they're uh, moving together and things like that. Right, exactly. And the, the funny thing is, like Norwegian media. This is maybe my biggest problem: is that they made a huge cage. Uh, case over that he's 58 and he's uh, she's 28. Like that's so a pretty big gap. But... Yeah, but but in every like everything they go, they like, and he's so much younger girlfriend. <laughs> it's, so, it's like it's so creepy. It's on it's on the level of 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 smut. It's like like how angry I was on Alex Jones things yes last week. I, I I feel much more involved with this because it's it's like it it is impossible to turn anything on in Norwegian media. Like you you can't watch anything on Norwegian television. Like even on like stupid fucking things like morning shows and like everywhere. They talking about this and they done it for two weeks. Oh yeah, two weeks. Oh. That's so bad. I, I if only uh, I'm glad that there isn't some oh. politician that they've been talking about for the last three years in the U.S. where you can't turn on the news without seeing that for eight hours straight. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and welcome and to our world, funny. I guess. <laughs> I know. I know. And that's the funny thing. It's like like he he, he even looks a little like Trump if you if well, you will. If, if he had a if he had a wig on, he would look a lot more like yeah. him. But, and yeah. and get rid of the goatee. But yeah. Whew, okay. Whew, that felt better. All right. Continuing with Norway news. Uh, Norway to give free heroin to four hundred addicts. Uh, yeah. Norwegian government is. Uh, is going to start providing free heroin to up to 400 hardened addicts as it pushes forward with its drug policy reforms. Uh, After Posten, a newspaper reported on Thursday evening that Health Minister Bent... Oh, jeez. Hoy? How do you Mm -hmm. say that? I don't know. Uh, Hey-ya. Hey-ya. 
had oh, asked yeah. uh, the Norwegian director of health to drop a list of which addicts were most suitable to receive so-called heroin assistance, uh, heroin-assisted treatment, uh, and mm. to assess the economic consequences of developing a heroin treatment program. Uh, the, um, uh, the director of health says, we want to help those addicted who are difficult to reach, uh, those who are part of the LAR, uh, drug re, uh, drug assisted rehabilitation. Oh, I see. And who are, uh, difficult to treat. Uh, according to, uh, after pushing the pilot, pilot project will start 2020 or 2021. The local governments in both Oslo and Bergen reportedly, uh, applying to take part. This is pretty big news as far as, uh, drug reform in Norway, for sure. And it's uh, good news. Um, uh, they have a, they already have a really good needle program in Norway, uh, where they give away free needles to heroin addicts. Um, so this is just kind of one so, step up from that, even. Uh, but yeah. it's not. They're not. It's not. They're. They're not just giving free heroin to everybody. It's like the most hardened of hardened addicts, and they have to. N- yeah. Have probably have already gone through the system at least at some point because how would they know how hardened of an addict they were unless they had already gone through this system? Uh, be, uh, but it says they want to use this to reach people who are not part of drug rehabilitation programs already. So uh, it probably will expand in the future. Here's an interesting. Uh, it says this is from the the minister I was talking about earlier, Hoy or whatever his name is. Uh, mm, addicts. Know. Addicts should be met with uh, healthcare and respect, not punishment and com- condemnation. And I would agree mm-hmm. with that uh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I see this as a big step in the right uh, direction of uh, uh, the Norwegian uh, policy when it comes to uh, addicts. We talked about this uh, many times before where I have gone from... Uh, Harden, Harden, uh, Republican view almost of uh, like everything is to blame on the addicts to actually feeling for the addicts. So I I think this is a good, 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 good thing. But uh, talking about uh, pot and and uh, marijuana and things like that, um. I I I want to go into it because the next case is like hot for pets. What the fuck? Remember that lady in San Francisco? The we did the video where she uh, was trying to get the little girl in trouble for selling water. Yes. And that lady was selling her, her business was selling uh, marijuana edibles for dogs. Yes. Uh. Well. U.S. federal law puts vets into a quandary uh, pot for pets. A wave of medical research uh, is providing fresh evidence that marijuana may help dogs and cats cope with arthritis, epilepsy, anxiety, and other uh, maladies without side effects of traditional drugs. But veterinarians are afraid to prescribe it for fear of running afoul of federal law. Uh, at least 30 U.S. states have legalized medical marijuana, but none of them make provisions for 
uh, for animals. As, as a result, veterinarians are reluctant reluctant to even discuss marijuana, uh, which remains illegal under federal law. Uh, changes could soon come to California, which appears ready to pass the nation's first law, giving veterinarians legal co- the legal cover they need uh, to answer questions about using cannabis for pets. I love, I love the, I love the scenario of you getting stopped in your car, like, and you have a little like pot on you, and you, you go to the cop, and and that's uh, like, and the cops like, I see you have marijuana on you. I'm sorry, I have to arrest you. And you go like, no, 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 no. You don't see. It's not for me. It's, it's my dog. You see. I promise you. It's it's my dogs, right? dogs. Well, this is this is places where it's I'm already it legal. My dog. It's already You're legal for in jail. medical reasons, anyways. In the, that's that's what they're talking about. So like, uh, let's see here. Since the federal government still bans oh. cannabis as a controlled substance, many veterinarians have been warned by their state professional licensing boards not to mention it as a treatment option. Wow. That is kind of interesting because that makes me think: What other things are they not are are they being told not to mention as treatment mm-hmm. options? Maybe for not just uh, veterinarians, but doctors as well. Yeah, no, it's it's like CB, CBD oil and the research that has gone into that. How much that helped, uh, has helped humans with epilepsy. Epilepsy and things like that. Like, I, I can see why why it would have an impact on animals as well. It says here, Julia like, Brown and Jacob Kish. I, I, who, oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I just want to get rid of the whole ban. It would make sense, but even in this article, it points out that uh, the federal government, U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions, has vowed to be tough on marijuana. There's a kind of a good example, I guess, because uh, we kind of made fun of this last time because we were like, giving uh, dogs marijuana? Like, that's crazy. How do you – you don't have any proof that does anything. But according to this article, there is studies that are starting to prove that this will help with certain things, including arthritis. And here's an example. Julia Brown and Jacob Kish, who live in Los Angeles, with an overweight cat uh, named Dude, who suffers from arthritis pain, attended a panel discussion – uh, they said they will now be looking into treating dude with CBD oil. Uh, this is the first I've heard of this as an option, Kish said, so we're really excited to try it. Mm. Continuing with, well, with it, pets, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I was I was just going to say this is at least more interesting than what's going on in the White House. At the moment, uh, can we talk to a sentence about uh, uh, Omarosa? I, I never th- oh, thought I would say I'll, this. I'll tell you I'll, before. I'll let you go into it, but I'll tell you why Omarosa is not in our news, bro. Because he's oh, trying to sell why? a freaking book, and that's what this is all about. That's why it's not in our news. Okay, continue. And 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 have you heard some of the clips that she has sent out with President Trump? like calling her like no i I, didn't have any idea i haven't heard them but i read like the transcripts of it so i know what it said and everything but yeah and i was like uh, she goes and's like yeah no he used racial slurs on the reality show 
are you really that fucking surprised <laughs> by a man that co comes out of the bus when he did the apprentice and said grab her by the pussy that he used racial slurs? Are you that fucking surprised? <laughs> oh. All right, continuing. Uh, where are we going now? Yes. We're going uh, to Malta. Yes. Are we going to Malta? Yeah, of course we're going to Malta because speaking of pets, uh, official officials in the small town. Uh, no, Italian town. Okay, so it's it's in oh. Italy. Officials in the small Italian town of Mount Malnate. Malnate. That's yeah, what I, I thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Malnate have a novel approach to finding out which dog owners don't clean up after their pets. Use the dog's DNA. Earlier this I think year, this is so clever. Environmental department. So uh, we'll get into it, but it is very clever. Uh, Earlier this year, uh, environmental department asked all dog loving residents to register their pups in a city database. Uh, the city's mm -hmm. two thousand one hundred fifty six registered dogs had to submit a saliva sample, and the owners who did not voluntarily bring their dogs within the allotted time were fined fifty eight dollars for non compliance. Uh, the problem of dog excrement has been a headache for the city uh, in Italy and all across Europe. Um, let's see. The deterrent effect is considerable, knowing that the local dogs are now recognizable as has led many of their masters to behave civilly and sidewalks are cleaner. So I love I love I love the environment commissioner's name, Giuseppe Arigi. It says here, so far the town has collected 12 samples that were left on local <laughs> sidewalks. Samples. The laboratory was able to extract DNA from nine of those samples, then cross-reference <laughs> the DNA with the town's records. Seven matches were made and fines were sent to the owners. Wow. This is a good idea. It's also... Um, Big brother. It, it's very big brother. Like, let's put all these dogs on a list, and then we'll test their poop for to like to uh, to send you a fine later in the mail. It's yeah, also it's a way, so just kind of, for the city to just kind of nickel and dime people just that much more. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's going to increase the amount of fines they they give out for this specific thing. Definitely, uh, at least for a while, until people realize, and then maybe it will help with people actually cleaning up their dog poop and not being giant jerks about it, you know? So, in a way, it's a good thing, but at the same time, like Fro said, big brother. Talking about uh, animals, we're keep, keeping it on the, the animal line today. Yep. Man ha calls uh, police and says, Help, I'm being chased by a baby squirrel. <laughs> a police spokesman said squirrels have lost their mothers often focus on human being a replacement. A man that had to be rescued. How do you have to be rescued? I'm sorry. Uh, by police when chased by a baby squirrel. Like, it's not like squirrels are the biggest animal in the world. No. It's like... <laughs> and this was a baby squirrel, so it's even smaller. It's even smaller. Officer received a call for help and arrived to see the animal still chasing the caller. 
in Germany. Uh, right, this happened in Germany, right, exactly. Yeah, the man said on mm, Twitter that the man told them, help, I'm being pursued by a famous girl. Uh, launched their own case for a I'll, I'll continue this because Fro is not. Nobody can understand what you're saying, Fro. Officers launched their own case for the squirrel, which they caught, and the animal fell asleep. Police say the rodent has now become their new mascot and has been dubbed Carl Frederick. So the name of the animal is Carl Frederick. So I guess what happened. I didn't realize that squirrels, like, imprint. can imprint onto people. You know, if they lose their mother, like. Ducks, ducks do the same thing. If it, I, had, I had a friend that had ducks and it lost its mother and imprint <laughs> imprinted itself onto uh, my friend. So yeah, it, that's true. That happens. This guy was oh. terrified of a baby squirrel. A police spokesman said, "Squirrels have lost their mothers often to focus on the person as a replacement." She said. It can be pretty scary that the caller was certainly feeling a bad threat. <laughs> How do you feel threatened by a squirrel? <laughs> I guess maybe if you thought it like... From the day is, their, this picture of the squirrel is so super cute. And it, it's all it's curled like, up and asleep, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the cutest things I've ever seen. <laughs> oh no, it's so dangerous. <laughs> I don't oh know, maybe God. he just instantly thought it had like rabies or something. I don't know, whatever. Oh, fucking hell. Woo! You oh, know he fuck. feels like a huge jerk now, though. Because it's like all, <laughs> it's in the news, like all over the world. Because this is from Sky News, and it happened yeah. in Germany, and I heard about it here in America. So that guy's got to be feeling pretty dumb today. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, we talked about the space for force uh, before. Um, we will uh, watch a video um, uh, with uh, Vice President. Pence talking about uh, the Space Force, and we will talk about it afterwards. How about that? Okay. Are you ready? Yep. In three, two, one, play. Oh, present. The time yes. has come okay. to establish the United States Space Force. Mm -hmm. As President Trump has said in his words, it is not enough to merely have an American presence in space. We must have American dominance in space, and so we will. I just said something that means nothing. <laughs> Seriously, means nothing. Already, and the United States will not shrink from this challenge. What challenge? What are you talking about? Today's report calls for the creation of a new unified combatant command for space, the United States Space Command. This new command structure. Structure? The domain of space, led by a four-star flag officer, will establish unified command and control. What structure? Is this a building in space? Integration across the military and develop the space warfighting doctrine, tactics, techniques, and procedures of the future. He's bad at reading a teleprompter. You can see yeah. him looking over like clearly. I know. I know. Only comes through strength, and in the realm of outer space, the United States Space Force will be that strength. 
in the years ahead. America! <laughs> right? Totally. Peace only comes through war, Fro. Remember that. You can only get peace through war. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, now it's uh, the Six uh, Armed uh, Forces branch. Welcome to the Space Force. The best part of this this video was this week on the internet. Did you see all the parodies of this uh, speech? Yep. There was the, the Halo Reach parody. There was the Star Wars yeah. parody. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one I saw? Uh, Star the uh, Star Trek one, yeah. Everybody uh, just adding music over the top of him, and it was all for all these sci-fi movies because it's just so goofy. Oh, I loved the memes. I loved the memes this week. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. Oh, I can't wait to be. I can't wait for the United States to be a dominant force to be reckoned with. In space. Right. We need to... I don't know what, what that means. We gotta battle the aliens, bro. <laughs> what aliens? <laughs> Talking about aliens, by the way, Luke. Uh, I I didn't tell this story in the intro. Um, I went to Ikea today. Uh, no, this week. I mean, not today, but this week. Okay. Um... I got a new mattress, uh, duvet, and two oh, pillows. Okay. Right. Yeah. Did you get Meetings some meatballs? Or... No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, but um, I found one of the weirdest things I have never ever seen before: uh, a, a chain of burgers that's called Max. And I was looking at their kind of because. Um, if you go to, I think it was Max Burger or something, dot com or something. Sure, all right. But, uh, um, their whole thing is like we are clima neutral uh, products and things like that. But their burgers was really, really, really good. And there was then then there was like, <clears throat> okay, we are in to find in Norway, Sweden, Denmark, and the Middle East. I was like, whoa. Huh, okay. <laughs> for, for four things that doesn't really have anything in common. <laughs> well, three things that have, have something in common and one thing that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, a little weird. I, hmm. Mm-hmm. Burgers. I, wow. I, I don't think of burgers as being like a big food in the Middle East, but I'm sure, whatever. Mm. Anyway, uh, we have the Facebook page it's another digital citizen on uh, facebook there you can read my top five movies i have watched the most time oh yeah i was gonna ask where did you compile that list from or you just made it up in your head what do you mean made it up in my head like you went oh, this is the one that I, in my head i remember watching the most or did you compile it out of like some database data of, yeah not other than my brain, no. Okay, yeah, that's what I was wondering. I, I was wondering, because some people use I, those, I, like... I know I, how, what movie I watched the most. Like, I went from 
from from okay, I know what movie I've seen the most times. <laughs> I I couldn't because... say that. In my life I've watched so many movies multiple times that I it would be hard to say which one I've seen the most, but I was wondering if cuz there some people use the there's like certain websites where it's like you uh check off all the movies you've seen, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was wondering if it, oh, yeah. it, it you were compiling it using one of those or whatever. Nope. But, okay. Directly from my brain. Uh, we got an email address, another digital citizen at gmail.com. Yeah. We got an email from Jeremy. Wow. Um, oh, Hold ooh. I should have checked this before because he does all of his predictions for SummerSlam. Oh. I, uh, I guess I'll just do it here. Yeah, let's just do it here. Yeah. Hey, guys, I heard you're giving SummerSlam, uh, you're doing SummerSlam predictions. Uh, Fro revealed his prediction to me. He said he predicts he might not watch SummerSlam. Uh, I can't say <laughs> I blame him for avoiding a potentially terrible six-hour show. That is quite the time for investment for WWE's junk. Uh, and he says, anyways, here are my ill-informed ill predictions. Uh, he said, I'll do try to do this quick. Revival uh, wins. Uh, CN almost... Uh, and Vega win, Daniel Bryan over The Miz, Finn Balor over Baron Corbin, um, Nakamura wins over Jeff Hardy, he says, because Randy Orton has nothing better to do on SummerSlam and interferes, <laughs> uh, Cedric Alexander uh, wins over Gulak, uh, and then he wrote, oh my god, I'm not even halfway through the card, <laughs> uh, Carmella uh, wins because Becky Lynch and Charlotte cancel each other out, I guess is probably what he means. Uh, Seth Rollins wins. Uh, he says, if Strowman wins, nothing happens, so why have a stipulation that won't take effect? Uh, Kevin mm -hmm. Owens wins over Braun Strowman. Uh, New Day uh, for the ta tag titles, I guess. AJ Styles wins over Samoa Joe's Joe because they're going to have a final three matches in a row and... Uh, and in heelish ways, right? Uh, Alexa Bliss uh, over Rousey because of outside interference. Roman Reigns over Brock, Brock Lesnar. Uh, something goofy happens, costing Brock the match. Roman doesn't win cleanly, he says. And he says, as I said, that's based on ill-informed, not watching the full show's opinion. So don't expect it to go well, is what he says, as far as his predictions. Otherwise, Renee Young on Raw commentary was uh, on wrong, Raw commentary, but according to the 20-minute highlight video I watched, uh, her contributions were, oh, ah, wait a minute, bef which was great uh, for my perverted Ray Young, Renee Young soundboard, but didn't actually contribute <laughs> anything to Raw. <laughs> uh, that's right. Fro, Fro didn't watch Raw this week, but uh, Renee Young was on. Uh, she oh. was, she took over for. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Well, it was it was uh, Cole and uh, her and uh, Corey Graves. So she replaced whoever. I'm forgetting his name. Uh, oh, and I'm so guessing cool. they're doing this so that they can get her used to doing commentary for the women's pay per view. So, mm. right. But she was all right. I mean, she wasn't great. She kind of—I think soundboard was like a very good point he made here because uh, <laughs> she—it was very much like you could have just had a Renee Young soundboard out there with like her like 
what? Whoa! Oh, that was cool! Oh, wow! That was, like, all she contributed to it, but... <laughs> but she didn't say anything stupid. She didn't, She wasn't, like, Mike Adamly level, you know, bad or anything like that, so... Oh, Mike Adamly. Oh. Jamaican Remember me crazy, bro. <laughs> Sorry? Jamaican me crazy. I know. I know. <laughs> Jamaican me crazy. Uh, I will see. I, I will steal. Mm-hmm. I will start even. Okay. With what I watched this week on TV, "Ordeal" by Innocent is a three-part uh, Agatha Christie uh, thing. I have never ever heard of before. Uh, I never read the book, so I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, that's the first thing I watched this week. But then I watched something I am direly disappointed in. Can you guess what that is? Uh, I don't. Hmm. Let me think. Uh, what did we cover? What did I cover last week? I know there was something I was mentioning to you. Better Call Saul, maybe. Better Call Saul, maybe. I watched two first episodes. I haven't seen the second one yet, but I uh, I saw the first one. He's boring. The second one doesn't get any better. Nope. Oh my gosh. Yep. I I don't know what went wrong. Like, what happened to the show? Did they get new writers? I or? don't know. I I really don't know. I, I have no clue. I have no clue. What, 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 what the fuck are they thinking? It's bad. It's bad, look. It is very bad. I mean, I, I got to see the second episode, but it's pretty bad. Yeah, but uh, then I laughed again um, when I watched Who is America? One of the most funniest episodes of is America, and it's like looks as every episode gets more and more out there. That's a good word for it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> the part where the guy is teaching the guy how to how to not get beheaded. Yep, that part was like, oh my gosh, is this guy? They're really going there. Okay. Yeah. So if you ever want to see a man. Choking on a plastic dildo. Yep. That is the show. Alright, anything else you saw this week? <laughs> no. What have you seen? I saw a couple things. Act, uh, Get Shorty, Season 2, Episode 1, was this week, Fro. I ah, know you liked that okay, show. Cool. So that return yeah, is... Yeah. They had two episodes uh, for, you know, the beginning. Uh, very good but... still. Um... Still following along with the storyline they've been going with this whole time, and it's getting Isn't pretty that interesting. Strange how 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 that was such on the low radar when it started, and then everybody was always like, "Oh, why are they making it?" And it was actually good. I know. It was, yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah. I saw a show. You know, we we talk on this show uh, when we do movies a lot about like what's going to be our top five best or worst movie of the year when we get there. But I oh, think yeah. I finally found a TV show that is 
almost guaranteed to be on my worst TV shows of the year. It's a show called... And it's the same... Yeah, and it's the same show I think I watched this week, I hope. Because it's the Survivor clone, right? Oh, so you did see it. Okay. Uh, it's called yes. Castaways. Uh, <sighs> ABC. So you did watch this. Okay. Why don't you go yes. in what you thought of it, and then I'll, I'll go into what I thought of it. This is such a bad Survivor clone. It's like... Especially this episode, this first episode, of this girl that is maybe one of the biggest heels in history just leaves her partner, like in the fucking jungle, because she needs to be alone for a while. After this guy has like told her her in like some secrets about himself and like bearing his soul to her. Just puts up and leaves him. So uh, bad. I mean, <coughs> I, I could see Survivor clone, but it, it's something. It's I, I wouldn't compare it as far as like gameplay to Survivor. It's on an no, island, no. but they at least the first episode. There's all this. It's a good way to describe it. The introductions for each uh, contestant yeah. is like yeah. done. It's not done where they're, like, cut together, um, you know, an interview with the person. It's like they went to the person's house and they interviewed their family and did all this. And that's most of the show. But mm-hmm. it's terribly done. And then you go back yeah. to the island and it's supposed to be the part that's, the, like, the actual game show of this reality show. Nothing happens. Yeah. They're not doing Nothing. anything. And, like... They're all just sitting on an island, so that's not very exciting. Yeah. Um, and the way it's shot it's like, reminded it, it, it's it's Survivor without the the games. <laughs> exactly, that's what it is, and yeah. without the without teams because nobody's everybody's yeah. like for themselves. You know what I mean? But they're not against each other either. They're working together, and it's like whoever, at least according to the thing, there's no actual like. Def, uh, defined ending of the show because they just said whenever a rescue team shows up or you decide to give up. The, and so whoever stays there the longest wins, right? Is that That's what I'm getting. Yeah. But yeah. it reminded, like, as far as, a, can, like, gameplay, it's, un, it's very unbelievable because it seems fake to the level of, like, that TV show Hunted, Fro. Because the rules yes. are so convoluted and the way it's yep. shot looks a lot like Hunted. Yep. Um, so yep. it's kind of a combination of Survivor and Hunted is what I, uh, yeah. American, yeah. American Hunted, not, not the UK version. Yeah, no, it's Survivor just with the boring stuff in Survivor where they sit and discuss things on the beach. Except really badly shot and like the, <laughs> and the, all the background stuff on them is so blatantly f- like uh, everything's so incredibly fake in this reality show yeah none yeah. of it's no, real the, 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 this will definitely be on my top uh, on my bottom of of this year because it's really bad i mean so it's far just... we uh, we got fall uh, premieres coming up who knows we could get something a couple really bad shows and this could get bumped but right now it's definitely up mm. um and then one just one last thing i saw this week a tv show called Lodge 49. Okay. Uh, this is a TV show about a it's kind of he's like a kind of a beach bum, a guy who's a 
he he was a, like a a surfer and everything, but he got hurt in a surfing accident. And so he, now he's just a beach bum that hangs out at the beach and uh, he's got he metal detects and stuff. Uh, and his father passed away, so he's kind of trying to figure out what to do with his life because he used to work for his father. And he's combing the beach with his metal detector and he finds a Masonic ring in, in the sand. And he's driving home. And runs out of gas right in front of this Masonic Lodge. And that was, you know, uh, from the ring that he found on the beach. And so he joins this Masonic Lodge because he thinks it's his destiny. And it goes from there. So it's about a beach bum who joins, like, a Freemason-type Masonic Lodge. Very strange show, but so far I really enjoy it. I'd recommend it to you, Fro. Um, It's funny... But it's also got uh, some kind of deep-rooted, uh, what's a good, uh, cultural connotations. And also, it's kind of about Freemasonry, like, cult kind of thing happening. So if you like those kind of things, it's also got that. So I'd recommend it. Uh, it's called Lodge 49. Okay. Yep. That's all I saw this week. Uh, I forgot to say that I have uh, watched three episodes of Galaxy Quest. And, okay. uh, uh, not my type of show. Sorry, Jeremy. Galaxy Quest? Oh, no, he that was not the show he wanted you to watch. So, that might be the problem. Wasn't that the show? No, it was, uh, it was definitely not Galaxy Quest. I have to go no, back and remember exactly what it was. Um. Uh. Uh. Man, it wasn't Galaxy Quest style. Why? Why? Why am I thinking of Galaxy Quest somewhere? Well, it's a sci-fi. I remember it's a sci-fi show, but I don't remember exactly what the name of it was. Oh, hold on, I will find out. Give me two seconds. Right. Okay. Well, I got <clears throat> a little story about Big Brother. Are you Are you watching Big Brother, Fro? Yeah. It's still pretty good. Uh, but you, your favorite guy, the little person who's the bodybuilder and everything, he's getting in a lot of trouble on this show. Okay, why is that? Uh, he has been saying some things that are not good, like racial slurs and things like that. Um, he just can't seem to keep his mouth shut, is what it seems like. Yeah. Uh, what I watched was Quantum Leap. By the way, Quantum. There League, you go. Galaxy, right. Not Galaxy Quest. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, I watched three episodes of Galaxy Quest. Uh, Quantum, no, Leap. Quantum Leap. <laughs> oh Jesus <gosh>. Christ. <laughs> what is it with Galaxy Quest? Uh, Quantum Leap. Yeah, no, not my kind of show. Sorry, Jeremy. That was uh, my point. It's cheesy. You know, if, you, if you're into cheesy sci fi shows, people, somebody might like it. So. Yeah. I watched. I always give it more than two episodes, so I watched three episodes. Not my kind of thing. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say about it, Jeremy. <laughs> I haven't watched the second episode of Castaways yet, and I'm like, I I know I need to, but I know it's gonna yeah. be bad. I don't uh, like. It's like I know it's gonna be bad. Do I really need to watch it? But I'm gonna do it anyways. But yeah. 
You know that satanic uh, uh, show that you talked about every time you want me to watch? About oh, Alex Strange, Strange Angel. Strange Angel. You know that's based on a true story, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, it's based on a true story. <laughs> like, yeah. very, you know, based. Well, we will talk about something else that is based on something else, because we will talk about Bada Murder, the Christ. I think it's Mayatra? Mayatra? My Mayatra? That's what I'm going to say it is. Buddha, Mayatra, Maitreya, Maitreya? Buddha, Maitreya, the Christ. That's, I don't... I'm going to call him Buddha M. Buddha M. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, who is this Buddha M? Right. Uh, I guess we'll go to their website, because there really isn't a lot about this, except for what they've put out. Um... It's not a Wikipedia page. There's not really a lot of other websites talking about it. There's some stuff on Reddit people talking about. Uh, but if you go to their website, BuddhaMayatra.org, see, where should we go first? I guess the About page? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that about the purpose of Christ is to increase the light of soul to earth. My yoga is to manifest the energy of heaven into earth. That's what Budam said. And uh, Sanat Kum, Ku, Kumara, yes, is known as uh, by many by in the east and west of the Buddha Maitreya or by his honorific Tibetan title, His Holiness and Jesus Christ. I can't wait to say this. That, that first his one holiness, says Jetsons. So he's a part of the Jetsons, I guess. Yes. Jetson Givlava Yampa Gumpu. That sounds about right. Yes. He, is he has th- uh, been. Oh, yeah, go yes. ahead. Okay. Uh, he's uh, been enthroned and given many ceremonies of recognition in every alliance in- of Tibetan Buddhism. As well as other Buddhist lineages, such as Nepal Saik uh, lineage, represented uh, an unbroken bloodline that dates back to his previous incarnation of Saikamuni Buddha or other international Buddha societies. He has, right. uh, yeah, and uh, but. Uh, Hey, says he here, was born in he, Oregon. Right. He is in, he is incarnated living Buddha Mayatra, the medicine Buddha. That's who so he's an incarnated version of some medicine Buddha, born in Oregon mm-hmm. nineteen fifty one, uh married to Madarva Tara, the incarnation of the female Budai Satra Tara, his wife and the Complement of many years and lifetimes, so they, they they're both <laughs> been rein, for reincarnated. Right, they've been together. Yeah. they've died and come back together many times. Is what they're saying. And the thing is, like I, before we started looking into this, I have to come with a little com- com- confession. Maybe I am a racist. I found out I'm maybe a racist this week. Okay. Because 
Yes. And uh, that's because I I I didn't know uh, that he was born in Oregon. So when I hear Buddha Triad Christ, I was thinking of a really overweight uh, Asian guy. Sure. That's okay. not who he is. <laughs> well, he's kind of overweight, but I mean, yes. other than that, that's not who he is. Well, well, he's not that overweight that, that I was thinking. I was thinking he was on my level. Or Buddha level is what you're like yes. the fat happy Buddha that everybody thinks of, yes. which that, yes, that's like not what Buddha really look. Whatever. In 1996, Buddha Maitra founded and established the Church of Shambhala Vanhara Maitra Sangara. I am so happy that you said that. A 501c3 nonprofit uh, American. Buddhist church offering the opportunity for Westerners to become monks, nuns, and lead more spiritual service-oriented lives here in the West. Uh, the church re represents both East and West, uh, and the tenets of Christianity and Buddhism with a focus on charitable activities as one of the fundamental necessities of a spiritual life and personal and planetary healing. And so they, the they believe in Christianity yes. and Buddhism, is what, obviously... Yes. On uh, the same time. Right, but his name is Buddha Maitra, the Christ. So, right. it's right in his name. <laughs> right. And, and, and he, I, I must admit, it took a little time for me to come to where I thought this was... I, I don't know what what I would call on the crazy level. Uh, are we uh, done with this about section? Because there's somewhere else I really want us to go. Yeah, is there anything else really important? I'm sure there's something else important here, but people can go check it out. Like I said, BuddhaMayatra.org uh, is spelled Buddha and then M-A-I-T-R-E-Y-A. -E okay. Dot org. Yes, because I want us to go to soul therapy, and okay. I want us to go to the about section. Okay, we are there. And, uh, and um, yeah, uh, I'm going to skip a little like into here. Um, the ceiling, uh, he, he's, he, well, okay, let's take it from the beginning. Buddha soul ter therapy, along with uh, all the Buddha M meditation healing tools and music trademark, are the science of redemption that permits the healing and transformers Buddha force. Oh, so it isn't the space force, it's the Buddha force. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, of the American born, the living uh, Buddha M. This healing force transcends the tools. And here, here it comes. The tools uh, are talisman created uh, by His Holiness Buddha M and imbued with His light that is radi uh, radiated in onto anyone that uses it or wants it to be, uh, bring blessing on others. And here it comes. The tools are provided to help awaken 
telepathic abilities in the awakened soul. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Uh, where, where Where's the part that I saw? Uh, the tools do not heal by themselves, but simply create a telepathic bridge for uh-huh. His Holiness to heal through. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I love how things are trademarked and rights here. <laughs> they, yeah, they have a lot of trademark stuff on there, too. That is true. <laughs> because all of the tools are filled with the radiated of His Holiness energy, like the meditation pyramid system and soul therapy music, making them far more important and effective than regular meditation music or meditation pyramids could ever be. Where should we go next? Uh... This is, but, but it's so like, it's, it's far off. And it's like, uh, there, there's some pictures. Oh my god, people, please go here. It's soul therapy uh, about. And uh, this, uh, there's this planetary healing uh, meditation center, and um, it, it looks like it's in the forest. It looks like igloos, igloos with. Um, how can I say it? Like. With pins sticking out of them, uh, trying to look like pyramids. I don't see igloo. I don't know where you're getting igloo from, but it looks like a pyramid. Uh, one of them is a pyramid with a pyramid on top of it. The other one's a pyramid with like a big box thing on top of it. Oh, I will show you the the pyramid stuff. I I, I took a screenshot of it. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, oh, that's not you. Oh. <laughs> Too many windows open at the same time. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, no. But the the thing is, like, it's it's so incredibly crazy that uh, uh, that was the wrong picture. Fucking hell, through the. I'm trying to send you a picture of what I meant, and I sent the wrong picture. Oh, okay. If you look on the top of 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 this picture, the, the latest I sent you, you will see the healing center that I'm talking about. Oh, that right. Yes. Okay. Uh, they are looking like like igloos. Uh, they're called yurts, actually, Fro. Yeah. That's the te- that's okay. the technical name for them. But yeah. They kind of look like igloos, I guess, except without snow, but yes. Yeah, and uh, they have this, uh, <laughs> like, pins going out of them, uh, looking like pyramids. And in the center of this, like, igloo thing, there is uh, um, what I would call um, a pyramid-shaped uh, building. Uh, well, yeah, it, it's, but it looks just like basically all the other ones, kind of, as far as, like, uh, yeah, what it's, other than what that it's made it's out of. Yeah. 
other than that, it's not round. Yeah, because all the other buildings are round with with sticks around them to look like uh, pyramids, but this is actually a pyramid building. Right, and this is a soul uh, therapy retreat center. Uh, right, so they have a lot of them. One of them. Uh, Glastonbury, UK, Lake County, California, Maui, Hawaii. Why do all these religions always have a place in Hawaii? Doesn't that seem... <laughs> uh, Thamel, Nepal, and then Salt Lake City, Utah. Huh. Hey, I feel like Mormons! They, right, are there a lot of Mormons into this? I, I, it's it's a thing for... Uh, it's, it's about Christianity and uh, Buddhism, and they got a center where there's a bunch of Mormons. That seems like a bad plan, but whatever. Yeah, uh, but um, of course you can book uh, your soul therapy, and uh, of course that's free, or is it? <laughs> let's go to another site. Well, uh, yeah, let's go. If you go to soul therapy and then you go to soul therapy retreats in the drop-down yes. menu. Uh, let's see. Because Where's a good not... more information? Or no, let's go to the schedule. Scheduling yeah. half day retreats nine to one, hundred and seventy five dollars or one hundred twenty five mm-hmm. pounds. Uh, full day retreats off uh, offering is three hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred thirty five pounds. So that's how much they cost. <laughs> it is pretty expensive. For a day, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, uh, if, if you spend two hundred bucks for like a weekend, like camping pass at like a a festival, like a rock festival, this is one day for three hundred and fifty dollars. So think about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, the problem is that they have other things that we will go into that also costs money. So. This is not the only thing. But, um, yeah, should we go into their brain? Uh, oh, no, I'm not even close to done with this. Go to, uh, okay. go back to the drop-down, go to Wellness Center, and then there's something called Thermography Scans. Is this on Salt or brain? Uh No, you got to go... Up to top, wellness center, center, thermography scans, yeah. Okay, I'm there. Oh, yeah, here we have um, better pictures of the igloos, as I call them. Right, it's kind of all cycling through, but right here. What are thermography scans? Thermography is a radiation-free, state-of-the-art screening procedure that uses infrared camera to measure the temperature difference of each breast or body part to aid in early detection of cancer. And they have a picture of this thermal... It's just a thermal camera, and they're uh, pointing it at somebody's breast. And then they have a little red circle, like it should have an no. arrow, and be, it would be a what it uh, no. the thumb the thumbnail for a YouTube video if it had like twenty yeah. arrows, and they're all pointing at the thing. Uh, aren't you happy? This is this is totally free, though. So is it? Don't have, what? You oh, uh, uh, maybe. 
Oh, right. Here we go. Services offered. Breast screening, $249. Full mm-hmm. female screening, $499. 500 bucks, bro. Head, neck, and thyroid only, $190. Uh, full mm-hmm. male body, $499. Couldn't they just say full body and not have it be full male and full female? Because they're both the same price? Couldn't they full human body? I don't Hmm. No report evaluation. Twenty five bucks. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Add-ons above. So if you just mm-hmm. you you can get add legs and feet for ninety nine dollars, bro. Yeah. They're suggesting that they can find cancer with a thermogra- uh, a thermal camera. This is dangerous. <laughs> this is so awful. This is so fucking awful. It's like it, 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 it's it's on the level of irresponsible awful. Irresponsible. Yeah, right. I'm trying yeah. to find hmm, why can I not find it? There was like some testimonials about that. What? But it's, hmm, I can't find it now. It's like disappeared. But there was this one guy who was saying he went to this retreat and he had herpes and that this guy, Budamayatra, cured his herpes at the retreat. Ooh. That happened uh, in this website, but I can't find it right now. Son of a bitch. I was going to read that and I saved it and now I can't find it because I clicked out of it. Whatever. Uh, uh, let's go to their store because we always go to the store of any of these places. So go to, uh, well, go back to Buddha Mayatra. Uh, go to Wellness Center, drop down, and you'll see products. Uh, let's see, what do they have on here? Well, I can tell you that that I I threatened uh, I threatened. Uh... Margaret's with getting things from the store today. Um, I was like showing her. Uh, but we should go to Shambhalinga Healing Tools things because uh, that's where they sell most of their stuff. So ShambhalaHealingTools.com. Yeah. Uh, but where's the store? I'm having a hard time actually finding where you can buy things. Yeah, but that's on this 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 site. You just go a little down there, and okay. uh, one one Buddha Triad Christ one point seventy five electric weaver to wear in gold green is a hundred and thirty dollars. Okay. Yeah. You want the link? Yeah, send me a link because. I- for some reason, when I go there, all I'm seeing is like, uh, for example, this pendant. Oh, okay. To... So you gotta go to the drop down? No, that's not it. Why I send you a link. Oh, here we go. I found it. Yeah, no, it's fine. I was looking at the menu and trying to find it on the menu as far as like. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, okay, here we go. Shambhala Healing Tools. If you go to the menu, go yep. to the drop-down. Head Pyramids. I'm going to click that. What is a head pyramid? 
Um, price low to high. Uh, ninety dollars Buddha Maitra the Christ nine inch meditation pyramid. Mm-hmm. That you're supposed to put these on your head while you're meditating, fro. That wouldn't look silly at all. No, no, no. Not at all. Blessed by the healing trans transmission of Mon Dick, soul filled light of Buddha Maitra the Christ, perfectly handcrafted. Mm. These copper twenty four carat gold plated. Uh, three-dimensional sacred geometry meditation form represents divine order of reality and radiating light of and vitality, blessing and healing energy of Buddha Maitra the Christ. Yeah, and if you want to get a big one, um, uh, Buddha Maitra uh, Christ pyramid grid in large, it's only six thousand. $220. That seems like a good deal, Fro. Because you couldn't just make one of the, those out of PVC pipe by yourself for like 10 bucks. But Holy crap. Six, six thousand? <laughs> and we should tell people what this is. It's basically uh, like a tent without the cloth on the outside. It's just the tent poles and it's Two thousand dollars, or it's fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a ripoff! This is crazy, and they believe they believe that these things will cure like your ailments. If you if you're sick, if you if you have like some kind of mental problems, these meditation tools will cure those. Things. Oh yes, you have a mental problem if you believe this is true. If you're paying fifteen hundred dollars for a PVC p- freaking pyramid. Oh, but, uh, oh. Okay, I got solar crosses. Have you seen these? My gosh, what is going on here? Buddha Maitre the Christ solar cross, $980 for the small one. And it's got, like, all these... (laughs) (laughs) It's got, like, all these things that are supposed to look like uh, conductors on it, but... And it looks so fucking ugly. What? And it's supposed to be a necklace, like the thing on the top. You're supposed to wear. Oh my gosh! And you go down another but small one. Seventeen hundred bucks for a necklace. Yeah, seventeen hundred bucks. But don't worry because a new large Buddha monitor and the Christ solar cross with fourteen electric Siri Yatara solar forms and four inner solar crossed gold fill. Wire things can be yours for only hold on eleven thousand six hundred and forty-five dollars. Oh my gosh! I gotta click this one and actually go in and read what's. It's twenty-four gold plated, twenty-four karat gold plated. It's not even like all real gold. It's gold plated. If this was a solid piece of gold, I'd be like, okay, 1100 bucks. It's gold-plated. <laughs> it's the ugliest shit thing I've ever seen. It's not even It's ugly. It looks like uh what like in Doctor Strange where he like change <laughs> like where he builds the thing that makes the shield. That's what it looks like kind of. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. All right. I think we had fun in the store. We're, let's do. Uh, let's move on. No, uh, I want. I, I want to show you some one last thing that I looked at. 
Okay. And we go to the t-shirt section. Okay, t-shirt time. Got it. Uh, and uh, we, we only have to see, watch this uh, first. Is there any $13,000 t-shirts? <laughs> <laughs> no, sadly. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking this t-shirt doesn't really look that bad. It's not that expensive either. Thirty-five dollars is a little bit expensive for a, just a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, if it was a sweatshirt, thirty-five dollars might be all right. But thirty-five bucks for a t-shirt is like Jake Paul level uh, pricing. But I, I liked um, uh, what is uh, what I'm looking for. I look at I'm, I like the print of it. Uh, yeah, I mean the top one's all right. The one there's yeah. one down below that's like the Earth yeah, with a giant pyramid over the top of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, what, what, what's on his back is really, really bad. Yeah, no. Oh, I guess we should yes. kind of go into like their this main website has actually not been updated for a really long time. I've noticed. Oh. If you go to like the let's see. Uh, well, actually, now that I'm looking at it, maybe this was last night when I was, but it's saying, okay, maybe they just updated. Because it says one day teaching, uh, with, with Christ on Sunday, August 19th. So, yeah, I guess they updated it recently. Never mind, I was wrong. Okay, two, two days with brainwave optimization wellness area, by the way, is, uh, just 11,000, uh... No, one thousand one hundred and forty dollars. So, not too bad. Yeah. Okay. So this guy. Well, let's go to the. Uh, let's go back to the main uh, BuddhaMayatra dot org. Yep. Uh, and we Oof. should probably go to teachings, I guess. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. So go to Buddha Matra, go to teachings, and what should we pick from here? Let's go to the seven ray types. Okay. Sure. The seven ray types will uh, will work in the following ways, which I am stating very briefly for for to do more than might limit the expression of those who do not know enough to be discriminating as their characteristics and might unduly qualify and color the experience of those servers who recognize their ray. What? And then it says here, the seven solar rays, uh, the seven solar rays of the soul are emanations of the Lord of the second ray. All seven rays are emanations of the second ray. What? Hmm. Are they talking about Ray Mysterio here? I guess so. Well, it says here all, all seven rays emanate from the second ray. So let's go down here. What's the second ray? Uh, servers on this ray ponder, meditate upon, the assimilate, uh, and assimilate the new ideas associated with the plan. And by the power of their attractive love, they gather together those that are at the point in their evolution where they can respond to the measure and rhythm of that plan. Oh, that plan. Yeah. Ah, oh, that plan, look! I don't know what the plan is. So, hmm. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, but 
we talked too much about this already. Uh, let's skip that one thing. We can talk about that one one day after another day. Uh, but um, let's go into something interesting because, uh, yeah, you, this guy has never done anything bad, has he? Well, I don't know. Uh, it depends on your defini- definition of bad, but uh, you look up Ronald Lloyd Spencer, which is the real name of the Buddha Mayat, the Buddha M. Uh, mm-hmm. There isn't a Wikipedia for him either, but you will find uh, something from BuddhistCourt.gov.net, uh, uh, which is the Buddhist Tribunal on Human Rights International uh, Buddhist Buddhist Ethics Committee. So this is a group that uh, makes sure that people uh, that are following Buddhism are doing it ethically. Mm-hmm. Case, Ronald Lloyd Spencer, case 19, 2016, so this is from two years ago. Ronald Lloyd Spencer and the Church of Shambhala Vihara Mahachaya Sangara, uh, the International Buddhist es- Ethics Committee, finds him responsible of the following charges. Spiritual fraud and false Buddhism. Yay! So evidence in this case, uh, after legitimate and uh, validating evidence and, and the charges by by the Buddha M, uh, president of uh, president and spiritual guide of the IBEC something is to address the case uh, of the accused party, Ronald Lloyd Spencer. Um, details of the evidence in the United States there are thousands of sects one of them is led by Ron Lee Spencer uh, he teaches esotericism, esotericism and sells products of geomancy and parapsychology healing thus using uh, the image of Buddhism in a fraudulent and illegitimate way through the spiritual fraud, Ronald Lloyd Spencer has raised hundreds of thousands of dollars, claiming falsely that this money will be used for the reconstruction of temples in Tibet and other countries. So he takes advantage of ignorant people lacking in the understanding about B- Buddhist uh, spirituality in the United States. Woo-hoo! So he has actually been charged and convicted by the Buddhist tribal on human rights of fraud. Yeah. So this guy is a fraud and a terrible person and tells people he can cure cancer with a PVC pyramid. Yep. So, Luke, I'm going to ask you, on the crazy scale, where is this? Jeez Louise. Uh, when you see the guy who had he's got he's holding these two little pyramid things in his hands on the website that look like Wii we controllers or something um and he says that it cured his herpes i'm going to have to give it like a 8 <laughs> yeah this is this is pretty high for me because of the money involved uh this gets a 9 uh, for me, I just think it's super Chris. dangerous. This is on the same level of dangerous <laughs> as the Christian people who don't believe in uh, medicine because they think God is going to heal them. <sighs> no, I, I agree on that, and that's why why I hate those people with a passion. 
but I, I, I will give it a nine because it's it's like a cross, but it's it's kind of that's what I feel about this is like uh, because there there's a huge thing that we haven't gone into, but that we will talk about another time. That has to do with brainwave optimization, and and the thing which we talked about with like having psychic connections and reading of minds and telepathy and things like that, and going with like that it costs so much to to do things in this religion. Yeah, no, it it. It, it, and that he was also fraudulent according to other Buddhists? No, this gets a nine for me. I can go into brainwave optimization real quick because there's a really simple uh, explanation. It says, how does it work? Sensors read your brainwaves, which software then converts to music-like tones that you listen to through earbuds. The brain recognizes its patterns in the sounds. Uh, which acts as a sound-based mirror showing the brain its current state. When the brain hears itself in this manner, it adjusts itself to more ba- balanced rhythms. That's what they're saying. Yeah. We'll go like into I that said, maybe in the future. Like I said, it it is pretty up there. So, no, it, this gets a 9. It's not a 10. It's not awful, awful, but it's pretty up there. Ah, oh, okay, I can't wait to talk about this, because this was such a different episode of Castle Rock, episode 5. Give us a light little recaption there, Mr. Oh, Luke. yeah, I gotta open that up. Um, a, a stranger comes to town. Uh, Castle Rock honors Sheriff Pangborn. Uh, Henry gets the kid released from prison. Molly offers the former prisoner temporary living arrangements. Uh, meanwhile, a mysterious fire sweeps through Castle County, and Alan has a bridge dedicated to him. Yeah. This episode uh, didn't lack in things happening, that's for sure. But did you like it? Uh, Yeah, I really... I thought this uh, was one of the better... I think I said this last week, was that this kind of went back to... Uh, the ori- the original two episodes kind of yeah. a feeling of it. Um, yeah. And I think that was probably the directing mostly, but the... Uh, there was one part in this where he goes into the house and he looks at the family mm-hmm. um, in, in the house and then whatever, he goes up on the roof and you hear the family like what it sounds like is the father is murdering everybody. You never see yeah. him. But yeah. he never touched anybody. Yeah. And it, it, up until now in this show, that has been the catalyst for somebody yeah. doing something is he touches, like he, they make physical contact. Contact, but in this yeah. episode, uh, there was no physical contact with that family, but the same thing happened. So it makes me go, what? is this a mess? Uh, did they mess up the story a little bit here? Or is the, the physical contact not as important as I thought it was to the story? Uh, I also thought of that because uh, the thing is, his lawyer touches him in this episode. Did he? When? Yeah. Because there was the part where he was like, going to shake his hand. But the guy didn't shake his hand. So I'm trying to remember when he touched him. 
I, I think he, 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 he gave him like a clap on his shoulder or something. And I was thinking, oh, okay. oh my God, he's going to die, isn't he? <laughs> That's the other thing I was but, wondering. If you touch yeah. his t-shirt, does that count? Because like, yeah. there's a scene in this where uh, Locke, John Locke from Lost, is in is mm. down there with him. Uh, it's from before the kid gets released from the cage. And Locke has these uh, rubber gloves on. And I was yeah. assuming the rubber gloves were there that if, so he, he, if he touched him with the rubber gloves, it wouldn't yeah. do anything. So this is still yeah. confusing me as to why the family did anything without him touching them. Because clearly, from that scene with the gloves, the physical contact is uh, it, important to the, to the story. Yeah. Because yeah. at that uh, in that same scene, Locke takes the gloves off and touches his face. And I'm right. assuming, I'm assuming That's... they don't actually show you this, that was right before... No. Or uh, he, he killed before himself. he kills himself, yeah. Right. I assume that as well. Uh, it's almost like he's saying goodbye in that scene, so it's kind of... Uh... But, then, but it, it's then, clear he also then... knows that the physical contact is a thing, and that's why he's touching yeah. him. He's going, I want to see if this is real or not, because that's yeah. what he was discussing. Like, I don't even know if this is real or not. And then he goes and touches yeah. his face, and yeah. then I assume goes and commits suicide, so... yeah. But uh, yeah, no, he hasn't spoken much, has he? Uh, well, he did in the end of this episode. He um, talked to Sheriff Pingborn um, and said, uh, you have no clue what's going on, do you? Right. Where, when, when... Uh, that was the were... end of the episode, right? It was yeah, kind of the cliffhanger. Yeah. Is We find out that the sheriff knows exactly who this kid is. And there yeah. was the whole scene where we find out that the sheriff knew that Locke had taken this kid and didn't do anything about it. But he, oh yeah, and then he says, uh, I'm an old man now, and you look the exact same age. So this yeah. guy is not aged in all those years that he's been in that uh, cage or whatever. That, uh, mm. another interesting part, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, so, um, I would. <laughs> I will still give this an episode a nine. <laughs> I gave it this a uh, series nine last week, and I will still do it this week. I'll actually give this episode a nine as well because this yeah. is one of the best episodes yet. And there was the whole scene where uh, Molly uh, gets in the kid's head, and she yes. finds out what the kid's thinking when he's like yes. on the edge of the building. Yeah. Oh, there was the so other good. time he talked. Uh, which I thought was kind of weird that he's talking, but they're doing the uh, brain analysis to find out, like... Oh, yes. And he's saying the words that she's saying, and I'm like, why would yeah. he be repeating those words? That seems very strange, but all right. But but the same, the, uh, it was kind of funny because he said it in the same order as uh, his lawyer. Right, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. When he, yeah, so... Oh, it's so spooky. It's like, I like the airy feeling of this show than, um, I like, even more more than the plotline, even. But it's I have a feeling that, that the actor who plays the kid can never be in anything, like, he could never be in a comedy movie now. After doing this <laughs> and it, he could never be in, like, a family comedy film, any, ever. <laughs> no. But yeah, no, this was really good. 
Yep, so let's just keep going. Um, you want to go right into the movie round? Sure. I have watched uh, uh, two movies this week. I watched two movies as well, so let's do one and one. Why don't you start? Okay, uh, I will start with uh, uh, my first. Um, this was Upgrade from 2018. It's uh, about a guy in the future that's in an accident where he loses his wife and he becomes a paraplegic. Or is it that she called Paraplegic. Thank you. Yep. And he goes to this uh, software dude that gives him a chip in his neck and... That's how technology and humans goes together. Oh, wow, and it's about AI, you're saying? One... Yeah. Surprise, surprise. And and this is one of my favorite movies of this year. Um, I will give this a 9 out of 10. Okay. Well, and it was called Upgrade, I right? really enjoyed it. Yes, Upgrade. Okay. All right, I saw... Two movies, like I said. Um, the first one I saw was called Bent with uh, Sophie, Sophia Vergara and Carl Urban. Um, oh, no. <laughs> that doesn't sound good uh, at all. It's got 5.5 <laughs> out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, former policeman connects a murder case to an elaborate government conspiracy involving rogue operatives from a top spy agency. This came out in March. Uh... It was terrible, but at the same time, it wasn't, like, as bad as, uh... I watched Battalion last week, so my 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 mental state of watching a movie was a little bit skewed. You know what I mean, Fro? Um, but I gotta kind of agree with IMDb. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd probably... What did I write down here? A 4.5 4. out of 10. It's below average, but it's really close to average, is what I'm saying about Bent with Carl Urban. Cool. The second movie I watch is the lesser of uh, the two movies that uh, we talked about, uh, about The Rock, where I really, really enjoyed, well, at least uh, more than this movie, uh, I enjoyed uh, uh, Rain, Ra- Rage, Rage, no. Rampage. What is that, my you're Rampage. thinking of Primal Rage, the video game, because it had those monkeys yes. in it? Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, I would love them to make that into a movie, actually. Primal Rage, the video game? Yeah. Uh, sadly, this week, I saw Skyscraper. Oh. Uh, we heard good things about that. This is definitely on the top of my list for the worst movies up there. This is the rock showing off his Baywatch uh, acting skills. Um, Do you you ever see Baywatch? Uh, I watched half of it, and then I didn't finish it, because it was bad. (laughs) This This is maybe even worse than Baywatch. Yeah. Okay. I will give it. I will give it a two, just because. All right, I gotta see it then, though. I mean, I heard bad things, so I'm not surprised you hated it. But yeah, I'll have to check Ugh. it out. Oh. Ooh. Hey. 
Okay, and then the last thing I saw was a movie called, well, depends on which country you're in, but in America it's called Alpha Gateway. If you're in Australia where this movie was made, it's called The Gateway. So, uh, just depending on wh- where you're, where you live, it might be called one thing or another. Uh, this came out in February of this year. A particle physicist grieving over the loss of her husband in a in a car crash travels to a parallel world to find him again, with dire consequences for mm. her family. Whoa. Um, that sounds like a movie I want to watch, though. Right, you go. The funniest thing is, I went into it and went. Oh, they're going to get AI involved in this somehow. But they didn't, bro. It was yeah. a movie not about... A sci-fi movie in 2018 not about AI. I was like, what? Mind wow. blown. What? <laughs> um, it's still pretty cheesy. Kind of not that great. IMDb gives it a 5.6 out of 10. But I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Not just to be wow. the exact opposite of them. But I thought it was a little above average. And I actually had a lot of fun with it. Um... I would actually recommend this movie to you, Fro. I mean, the acting's not that great, but the storyline uh, is pretty fun. And it's kind of... I would oh. not... It's kind of a sci... It's sci-fi, but it's also kind of got, like, a... Um, kind of a horror-thriller aspect to it, so... Right. Well, now we're going to see the movie that I think is going to get many, many Oscars next year. Slenderman! Once you see him, you can't unsee him. <sighs> Why does always start with, like, clips we're going to see again in trailers? Why did they do that? It was like, it... Yeah, they always do that. Uh, not always, but they did in this one. No, they... They, they have a tendency to do Late, that. Lately. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... I, want, I, I think I remember this movie was supposed to come out, and then the whole two girls murdering their friend thing happened, and, like, it got postponed yeah. for a little while. Like, I don't think production had started, but they had planned on making it, because think about how irrelevant Slenderman is now in 2018, but they're still making this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost a little funny. They're showing all the pictures that we proved when we did Slenderman on this show that were photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, is this a, It's There's three little girls going into the woods Is this actually about the actual murder? I know <laughs> It so looks like At least it. they could have added like a, Another person or like If it was going to be three people Have one of them be a little boy or whatever Like this Yeah. This is in bad taste so far in my opinion Legend. This trailer looks so fucking bad. Like, there's nothing scary about this movie at all. This. Well, that was kind of cool. Some of the cinematography is kind of interesting, but that was a really stupid CGI. See, that was pretty cool. Like, that spinning thing. So there mm. is some interesting cinematography yeah. stuff going on here, but the acting is definitely terrible. It 
So, Luke, as I always ask you every week, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Slenderman, small-town best friends Haley, Chloe, and Ren... Wait, small-town best friends Haley, Chloe, Ren, and Katie? So there are four little girls. Okay, that's better. Go online and try to conjure up Slenderman, a tall, thin, horrifying creature whose face has no discernible features. Two weeks later, Katie mysteriously disappears during a class trip to a historic graveyard. Uh, determined to find her, the girls soon suspect the legend of Slenderman may be all too real. Oh my gosh, so it ends up there is three girls. See, I, I'm going back and forth, and I'm like, is it bad? Is it good? Let's see, this got 3 out of 10 on IMDb, and a whopping 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. With the audience uh, loving it as much as 27%. Woohoo! Okay. <sighs> Looks so good, you see. I had so much fun reading uh, the audience reviews. Um, uh, a really short one here from Bogan S. Gave it half a star. My disappointment is uh, immeasurable, and my day is ruined. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad for him. And then I felt uh, another one, half a star. Horror movie that wasn't scary and it was really boring on top of it. I'm surprised it got 12% and 27% for the audience score. More crap from Sony, horrible story, bad thing, and just boring. Maybe Sony should go back to making Walkmans. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say good to say about this. I almost fell asleep twice during it. Paper thin story, horrible plot, horrible acting. Take this movie behind the barn and shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I went to the Facebook as normal. Uh let's see, I got a bunch of them. Will Maxwell says, My expectations were absolute zero. Uh, going, uh, he's saying going into this movie, and they still weren't met. The characters are flat and un underdeveloped. The dialogue is disjointed. The script is muddled and confusing. And at one point, even mixes up two characters' names. An actual horror in this film boils down to a bunch of dumb jump scares and the occasional creepy image. Save your money. Don't see this film. Uh, this is a funny one. Okay, Melissa Parker says this is definitely a demonic movie. All right, people don't even get what you, uh, what you entertain does affect you, and what stupid people for making this movie about Slenderman, considering youth are murdering people him for him in real life, people actually think he's real. All they promote in this uh, generation is demonic trash. People open themselves up to demonic influences and wonder why sometimes their life is messed up. Thanks, thanks, Melissa. <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. For letting us know that it was demonic. Matthew House says, wow. Literally the worst movie uh, I've ever wasted money on. I don't, uh, I didn't count on it being great, but wow, this was awful. I was trying to be optimistic and give it a chance. Just wanted to get out of the dorm for a bit. Wish I hadn't. <laughs> Wish I had checked the reviews beforehand. I, w I knew I was it was going to be trash within literally five minutes, but I know... Myself and knew it would drive me nuts uh, if I didn't go go 
If I didn't sit through it, I've never been so close to walking out of a theater. I, I never want to, uh, I ne I've never went to the bathroom and refilled my cup in the middle of, of the movie without being in a rush until now. Wow. wow. This is a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Some other movies that we will talk about this uh, week. Uh, it was many things that came out last week that I actually wanted to see. Uh, one of the things that uh, you put on the list that I really, really had want to see is the island. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but I will talk about that first. Uh, it is a 2018 um, movie. And it, no, it's not that movie about the island. So that's why we have to say it's uh, 2018. This is a comedy, uh, and it is made in China? Yes. Yes. And uh, it is a cataclysmic event causes a man who dreams of winning the lottery to become stranded on an island with his co-workers. Isn't this the... Plot to the Lost? Uh, slightly, yeah. Where Haley wins a lot of money, money <laughs> and ends up on Lost. But uh, it, yeah, it got a 6 out uh, 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one we had... Uh, do you want to do the middle one? Is that the one you want to do? Okay, yeah. Then I'll do the other yeah. one. <laughs> because I really want to see the middle one. <laughs> well, according to a lot of people, they all said the same thing. But I, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Black Klansman. Is that how it's called? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is a it's drama so crime film uh, directed by Spike Lee, like you said. Mm -hmm. Uh Spike Lee comes with an incredibly true story of an American hero. It's the early 70s, and Ron Stallworth, played by John Washington, is the first African-American detective to serve in the Colorado Springs Police Department. Uh, determined to make a name for himself, Stallworth bravely sets out uh, on a dangerous mission, infiltrate and expose the Ku Klux Klan. 97% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.7 7 out of 10 on IMDb. So, really good scores yeah, there. Yeah, this... Uh... This John Washington uh, is actually Denzel Washington's son. Right, and Adam Driver is in it as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, so if you like him from the Star Wars films, mm. I, I'm not a huge fan of him. I've, he's been in a couple good things. But uh, yeah, here's the reason why I'm going to this movie on Sunday and watching something in 3D. Uh, look, I am going to watch The Meg. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I, I don't care about the Rotten Tomato score. I don't care about the INDB score. But we will go through it. It has a 6.2 on INDB. 48 on Rotten Tomatoes, a 4.7 out of 5 on Facebook, a massive creature attack, a deep sea uh, submarines, 
leaving it disabled and trapping the crew of the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. With time running out, rescue uh, diver Jonas Taylor, played by Jason Satham, of course, must save the crew <laughs> and the oceanic itself from an unmeasurable 47 long prehistoric shark known as the Megalob. Um, <laughs> I am so, I am so, so stoked for this. How is he going to save the That's ocean the... itself? That part in the I, description I doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> the shark would have yeah, always been it's... there, right? So, what? Uh, I mean, Jason Statham and sharks. And the trailer looks really cool. Uh, River Rose is in mm-hmm. this as well, so. Mm-hmm. So, Did you do the IMDb on that one? S- okay. Yes, I said 6.2 out right. of 10, I think. And, uh, yeah, you did, because you did the Facebook, right. And the Facebook score yes. is on there. So they seem very yes. random of what Facebook decides to score and what they decide not to score. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm super curious and going to see this in 3D on Sunday. So. Cool. I'm going to pick that that as my movie of the week. I think I probably want to see Black Klansman. That looks pretty good, actually. And Spike Lee, I always yeah. like Spike Lee. So that was all the movies of the week coming out. Hey, Luke, are you ready for some Islam this week? Uh, I am. I guess. I uh, I kind of scheduled work during SummerSlam, and I think I might have to oh, either reschedule or depending on if you're going to watch SummerSlam or not. I don't know what what's going on there. Oh, we are going to discuss if I'm going to watch SummerSlam or not during the predictions. Hello, Bill. Hey, everybody. Hi, Bill. Hey, it's our friend Bill. Yeah. He's there. We're going to talk about SummerSlam. Um, I have one question before we get into this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are we in Brooklyn again? I mean, no disrespect to <laughs> Brooklyn, but please, can we do this anywhere else but Brooklyn? Apparently not, no. <laughs> so, a little spoiler alert, because we use that word for every, everything that's not spoiler alert right now. Um, I didn't watch any wrestling this week. Uh... I haven't missed much, I, I guess, other than seeing Ronda Rousey cry in the middle of the ring. And get chased around by a bat, apparently. Yeah, I saw that today. That was interesting. I didn't see that when it happened Monday. I didn't yeah. see it either, but I don't watch all of Raw, so... So, are you ready to do some predictions with us, Bill? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. We were going to start with the first pre-show match, and that is the B-team, that is Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, versus the revival, that is Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson. What about you, Bill? What do you think? And this is for the Raw Tag Team Championship. You know, um, I'll say this. I think the revival recently, with the stuff that they did with Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns, has really helped them and elevated them to be into this position because Mm -hmm. if you thought about this four months ago i don't think people had them being anywhere near at least a kickoff 
And <laughs> no. I wouldn't even give it four months. I'd say two no. months ago, I wouldn't think that. <laughs> yeah, maybe even two. Yeah. And then the B team is such a good story, but I want I want to see the revival win the titles. I want to see what they can do with them. Sure. Oh, that's what you're guinea pig things as well. So <sighs> right. Chinchilla, but that's close. Chinchilla. What do you think, yeah. bro? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the champions. I'm going to go with the B team. I don't see them uh, mixing it up in the pre-show. To be <laughs> to be honest with you, right, we got maybe th- they are will. But there's three pre-show matches, so mm, yeah. right. Let me think. Uh, let's see the other pre-show match. There's that. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I oh, sh- I'm looking forward to that match. I'm seeing the revival winning just, uh, maybe just because uh, they want a heel to win. Or no, I mean the B team, because they're gonna have a heel win in one of the other pre-show matches, definitely. Yeah. So I'm gonna go B team yes. as well. Well, then we have uh, Rusev and Lana versus Andre Cian Almas and Celine Vega. I will start this time. It's a max mixed tag team match. I will go with Andre Almas and Selena Vega. What about you, Luke? That was what I was going to say, but I'll, I'll I'll change it up and say Rusev and Lana. Okay. What about <laughs> you, Bill? Um, I'm going to go with Almas and Vega. Um, yeah. I mean, I like. I, I don't know too many people who don't like Rusev. I am a Rusev fan, but <laughs> yeah. the way they're pushing Almas and Vega is just so good. Plus, I met Zelina Vega like five years ago, and she's a sweet lady. So I I gotta oh, give my vote oh. to them. So oh, then the third and final pre-show match. It's Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulick, and this is. The singles match for the WWE Cruiserweight have, uh, sorry, cru- Cruiserweight uh, Heavyweight Championship. That would be a <laughs> kind of <laughs> that would be a funny t- title, though. You made for your own cruiser- <laughs> Yes, the Cruiserweight Heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, for the Cruiserweight Championship. Look, you get to go first. Right. Uh, I'll go Gulak. I have no idea what any of this uh, storyline is here, because I don't watch 205 Live, but I'll go Gulak. Do you watch 205 Live? Do you have anything you can help us with the hair? Right, yeah. the um, no, unfortunately, I don't. Um, <laughs> I expect this to be a good match. I really do. Yeah. Um, this is actually one of the harder matches to pick out of this whole mm. card. Um, ooh. you know what? I'm going to go with Drew Gulak only because I sent him Christmas cards for a few years. So I'll go with Gulak. Wow. That makes us uh, three for three, actually. Uh, I'm also going to go for Drew Gulak because, like I said, I don't think they will do anything with the tag team championship. Uh, I do think they will do something about the Cruiserweight championship because nobody cares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because nobody really knows what's going on on 205 Live other than the wrestlers that is still there. 
Then we have uh, the normal match, or what I should call SummerSlam, or Sucker Slam, or whatever. Sucker <laughs> uh, Slam? What is it, Zuckerberg Slam? Zuckerberg Sucker, <laughs> Slam. It's Daniel Bryan versus The Miss Bill. Oh, man. I'm really looking forward to this. This match has the chance to maybe be the show stealer, I think. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I love the Miss. I know we have a Miss Hater with us, but... Yeah. Um... Oh, man. Yeah, this is really hard. This is really hard. Yeah. Because whoever wins, I think... I think they're going to meet again, but not right after SummerSlam. I think they're going to go different paths for a while. So, yeah. I'm... It might change, but for now, I'm going to say Miz. Look. I also said the Miz. Uh, I think they're going to keep this feud going, probably. So, having the Miz win, uh, maybe by cheating or something, will keep this feud uh, going maybe until... I don't know. Uh, Survivor Series or something, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I was going to go with the Miss as well, but uh, since uh, me and Luke are competing, uh, I will go with Daniel Bryan, and I real, will pick, real, pick the Miss. Quick. I will pick the Miss on Friday where where I when I do the real picks. If you listen to <laughs> that real, wrestling show, real real quick, are we going to get outside yeah. interference from their kids? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're wise. I was gonna, yeah, I was oh, gonna say look, I can see Brie Bella. learning to crawl. <laughs> yeah, but maybe Maurice will show up or something. I, I think the wives will get involved. I agree with Luke. Yeah. Then we have uh, Finn Balor versus uh, Baron Corbin. Luke, uh, are you looking forward to this match? <sighs> so exciting! Yeah. Um... Yeah. Haven't we already seen this match twice, or is am I? Yeah. Okay. Um, trying to think of what happened mm-hmm. in the last ones. I will go Finn Balor. <laughs> Nobody cares. That's what happened in the last match. Uh, I will go with Baron Corbin because I need the heel to win. Okay. Oh man, I'll go. Bill. See. If Finn Balor was going as the demon, I would almost guarantee a Finn Balor. Yeah. Yeah. But since he's not, yeah, I'll still go Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Then we have a singles match for the WWE United States Championship, uh, and it's uh, Shinsuke Nakamura that is happily champion versus uh, Jeff Hardy that will not get it back. Or will he through that? No, he will not. Okay. I'm going with the champion. I'm going to say that Shinsuke Nakamura keeps this. I'll go I don't h- Hardy, I guess. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Shinsuke. Yeah. I think I think Randy. I rub my hand on my junk. Orton will get involved in the match. Right. <laughs> I think Nakamura will win. <laughs> That is Toadlace's new name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then we have a triple threat match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, and it's Carmella versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, 
What about you, Bill? Hmm. Now, with this match and the other women's title match, it's very hard to pick only because I have a feeling one of these two has to go to that women's pay-per-view as the champion. Oh, definitely. One, one of them has to. So I'm going to take my bet, and I'm gonna if I made a bet, I'd put my money on Carmella to somehow find a way to keep the title. I am totally with you. I also think she is going to keep the title there as a champion. I, Look. I hope you guys are right. I want Carmella to keep the title. I know people hate it, but that's why I like it is because so many people hate yeah. it. Maybe right, because the character is so good. Right, and the the whole thing is people want like the best wrestler to be the head of the women's revolution, but it's better yeah. to have a really uh, you know average wrestler who, who she's all she's not terrible, but she mm-hmm. is a good character as as a heel that the baby faces who are maybe better wrestlers like a Sasha Banks or a uh, in this case I guess a Charlotte Flair or a Becky Lynch they can chase that title and it's much more exciting than if they have the title the whole time and they're the head of the yeah right right so I like Carmella as champion but I'm gonna say Flair because it's WWE and they <laughs> they always have Charlotte Flair win so yeah mm-hmm. Oh, sad but true. Charlotte Flair is like the opposite of what, uh, who's the guy that's the tag team champ? Is there a tag team match on here now that I'm thinking about it? Yeah, there is. No, for the, for the Raw? Oh, yeah, on the pre-show. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Um, she's just the opposite of, like, uh, what's his name? Uh... Beardy Mick, I walk upside down on my hands. Oh, um, uh, uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. She's just the opposite of Bray Wyatt, where if you bet on him, it's almost guaranteed he's going to lose. But if you bet on her, it's yeah. almost guaranteed she's going to win. So, Yeah. Then we have uh, a singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And then we have Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre. Versus Seth Rollins with Dean Ambrose coming back. I was so happy to see that he came back when I didn't see Raw. Wow, that time. pop was huge. Oh, yeah. And he he looked jacked. Uh, like, he looked, I don't know, his shoulders and his arms looked a lot bigger than when he left. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. There were a lot of people that were saying he looked, he had a haircut, so it kind of looked like a little balding happening. But I thought he looked really good. I thought he looked better than when he left, honestly. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. What okay. about you, Luke? Um, this is a hard one, because Dean Ambrose got added, and so there's clearly going to be some shenanigans. Um, and I have a feeling Dean's going to turn heel, so I'm going to go with Ziggler. Ooh. Well? I'm going to go with Ziggler for all the reasons Luke just said. And then really? what happens is Rollins turns heel, and we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we have a singles match for the Money in the Bank contract. And should Braun Strowman lose by disqualification or countout, he will lose the contract 
and it's Rod Stroman. Uh, that is the money bank holder against Kevin Owens. What do you think about this, Bill? <laughs> this is like picking between your favorite kids because you because you yeah. want both of them to have it. Isn't that strange? Like, whoever wins in this match, there's absolutely no loser in this match. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, oh, God. I'm going to go Braun. Luke? Uh, I guess I got to go Owens, mostly because this stipulation, should Strowman lose yeah. by disqualification or count, count out, yeah. he'll lose the contract. Yeah. And uh, I was going to go with Kevin Owens as well, but because of the show and stipulations and blah, 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 uh, I am going to go with Braun. Okay. I'm surprised you both picked Braun, actually, but okay. It's tough. That's a tough match to pick. Right. I said I was going to go with Owens. Because... But... Uh, I... Cause my but I, I, I'm picking something else, so we have something that we don't agree on. Because my thinking is, whoever wins that match, I think is cashing in that night. Yep. I uh, really. That is, I can see that. That yeah. is going to be the, and that is going to be the tiebreaker of me and Luke if right. we need the tiebreaker. Um. We have the bloodshed. Uh, sorry, we have a tag team b uh, match for the WWE SmackDown uh, tag team match. We have the Bloodshed Brothers, Harper and Rowan against uh, the New Day, and uh, that is Biggie, Coffee Kingston, or Xavier Woods. Who wins this throw? I'm going to go with the Bloodshed Brothers. Uh, what about you, Luke? Um. I really don't care at all who wins this match. <laughs> that is true, though. Uh, that, is, that is the answer. I, I, guess... I give you a point for that, Luke. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll uh, go B-Bros, I guess. Yeah? I'm going to make it a clean sweep. Yeah. I don't B-Bros? Yeah, I don't see why New Day needs the titles at all, to be honest. Yeah, I right? know. Yeah. Then we have a singles match for WWE Championship, and I can't say that I am saying this, but I don't care about this, and I know a lot of people do. It's uh, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe, and I will go with Luke first. Oh, right. Um, I'll go Joe. Okay. Uh, Bill? I think Joe's going to win, but AJ's going to keep the title. Oh, okay. Mm. I am going to stay with AJ Styles. I would love yeah. to see Joe just get a title, because he just hasn't yeah. been in that yeah. situation yet in WWE. He's, so He's earned it, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I don't mind if I'm wrong. I, I just think they are going for something mm. with Styles. Uh, and I don't know if I want the heel uh, to win there, but mm, we will see. And then we have a singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. And then I, I, I don't know. 
I don't usually do this on this podcast, but I will ding this to motherfucking the moon. <laughs> and when I ding this, it means that I'm so sure on the outcome of this that I could eat my hand if I was wrong. Or something like that. <laughs> okay. So you become a cannibal, basically. Yes. <laughs> but uh, it's Alexa Bliss versus I am going to win Ronda Rousey. So you can guess who I'm going with. Mm-hmm. What about you, Bill? I want... I want Alexa to win, but... Yeah. But with everything that happened with Natalia recently, I think they're going to yeah. put the title on Ronda. Yeah, I got to agree and go with Ronda. I, I mean, yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, and and she, uh, Bliss is going to get a rematch, so they have something to do with her after this. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But then we're going to get the next match, and it's weird because th- we're kind of changing one title to a person that's just like the title I know. the next title that I think is coming off a person that's very much like the person we're moving this title on to so I know <laughs> I know because now we're going to talk about the main event and I don't really want to do this because I don't really want this to be the main event but I guess <laughs> we have to have it is it is a singles match for the WWE Universal Champion, Brock Lesnar, that I love so dear and near to my heart versus man I want to marry, Roman Reigns. Hey, um, Fro, Fro, before um, we make our picks, can I drop an exclusive here on this show? <gasps> oh, okay, ooh. yeah. Okay, this is this is an exclusive only for this show. Because I read some news about Brock Lesnar. According to sources, Brock Lesnar is going to have a closed-door meeting with Vince, Hunter, and Stephanie three hours before the show starts. What it's going to be about, I have no idea. It could be contract negotiations. It could be anything. So keep that in mind when you make your picks. Okay. Hmm. Mm. That's weird. Mm. weird that they would do it just three hours before, okay? Yeah. Look. Uh, if Kurt Angle was smart uh, at booking this pay-per-view, wouldn't he have put Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens as the last match after the yeah, Universal Championship? All so right. that... Well, whatever. Um, uh, I... Uh, I'll go Reigns, I guess. <laughs> I love that sound. Like, <laughs> I don't want to pick any of them. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Bill. Oh, man. After reading that news earlier this morning, I don't know. I really oh. don't know. Oh, please don't say so. There's two there's two situations going in my mind. Yeah. Situation number one, Reigns wins the title and then gets cashed on immediately after. Yeah. Or hear me out on the second situation. And and I'll talk about it on Friday. Lesnar wins the title, 
That's the end of the pay-per-view. Come the Raw the next night, they cut a promo, Reigns comes out, beats up Lesnar, and then whoever has the briefcase cashes in on Brock wins the title. So, (laughs) with that out of the way, I'm going to go Brock. I don't want to. It's going to be Brock. Wow. Okay. I Wow. You just gave me a kind wow. of a good idea. I can see them doing kind of the same thing but in the same night where they would Brock wins and then Roman maybe kind of turns heely, beats up Lesnar mm-hmm. and then uh beats up or Paul Heyman maybe gets on Roman is on Roman Reigns' side. He beats up Lesnar and then leaves him laying and then somebody comes and cashes in all in the same mm-hmm. night. They would never do that because that's too exciting. And they're like, yeah. no, we'll, yeah. we got to save something for Raw. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but I see how you could be right. But I'm still staying with Reigns. Fro, what do you think? Uh, I'm staying with Reigns as well. Uh, um, this is uh, super boring. But yeah, no, I no way Brock Lesnar is winning this match. Not again. Well, I mean, he could win and then get cashed in on, and then he won't have the title anymore, and so he could leave. And yeah, yeah. And then the world will be a much better place. <laughs> but uh, yeah, me and Luke, uh, Luke, are we going to have a cash in? I'm going to let you go first. I'll I'll say no, I guess. Okay, I will say yes, and that is our tiebreaker. If you need a tiebreaker, right? So. On Friday, me, Bill, will be on Facebook reviewing uh, this card again. And I will do my real picks. What I really feel about them. And we're also going to talk about NXT TakeOver. Yeah. Which will probably be the better show. Almost guaranteed. (laughs) It almost always is. Have you seen the card? Oh my gosh. It is. (laughs) Yep. Thanks for being on, Bill. You're quite welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Let's mm-hmm. close the show out. Actually, Bill, you want to stick around and we'll close the show out? Sure. Uh, I guess you guys just plugged your podcast. You want to plug anything else, Bill? Um, Check out or visit my Patreon page. Patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts. Um, could really use that support, guys. I think You'll like some of the stuff that's on there, so check it out. Plugs, bro? Yep. Uh, audibletrial.com slash another digital system. That's audibletrial.com slash another digital system. What about uh, you, Luke? I guess just go check out West Coast Wrestling Connection on the Title Match Network. Uh, $9.99, two free weeks, I think, right? Is that what we said last week? Right. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling, we, we didn't talk. We, we didn't say anything about uh, watching SummerSlam at the beginning of the SummerSlam review. Fro was like, oh, yeah. "Oh, we'll talk about. Are you going to watch SummerSlam or aren't you going to watch SummerSlam?" Fro, I am going to watch SummerSlam if you two guys will join me. Sure, why not? I'm pretty sure I'm going to be there. I just I scheduled work and then, I, but I can cancel work is the thing. So I probably will and just work Monday. And so we can yeah. all hang out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you're going to be there, I'll be there. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
We will do it. All th the three amigos. Mm -hmm. And maybe Grass uh, Dragon. Up, Who knows? Yeah, and Grass Dragon. And maybe somebody else. <gasps> uh, coming up next week, yes? Sorry. Oh, I was doing the three amigos thing. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie? I've seen that movie. Of course I've seen I, that I, movie. I was doing their signature uh, move. Hip thrust, oh. we'll call yeah, it. Yeah, the hip thrust. <laughs> oh, the hip thrust. <laughs> Coming up next week, we will have News of the Week, Cast Rock Episode 6 Review, Super Slam Results. Uh, we will talk about Operation Mockingbird. Uh, I heard that's uh, something about mind control and media. Right, yeah. Uh, or like uh, the CIA getting involved with the media to try to sway, yeah. sway people's minds, yeah. We will have another digital review of Dog Days. Woof, woof. <laughs> and who else knows what we will talk about from United States of America from Norway and from United States of America again this has been another digital citizen goodbye everybody goodbye everybody bye goodbye citizen goodbye citizen, goodbye, citizen.